This is the Veterinary Project Podcast, episode 043. Welcome to the show created by vets featuring absolutely no pets. This is the Veterinary Project Podcast, hosted by Dr. Michael Bug and Dr. Jonathan Light. Our resident veterinarians have swapped out their stethoscopes in favor of microphones to bring you the Veterinary Project Podcast, a show focused on real conversations aimed to connect this amazing profession full of remarkable people. Through the sharing of collective stories and wisdom and connecting over the many unique challenges we face, we invite you to join our community of veterinary professionals leading intentional lives. And now, here are the hosts of the Veterinary Project Podcast, Dr. Michael Bug and Dr. Jonathan Light. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Veterinary Project Podcast. You know who you got, Dr. Jonathan Light, Dr. Michael Bug. That's my best Jonathan Light impersonation. How'd I do, Johnny? That was fantastic to start off a podcast for this evening. That was great. And I already screwed up our timeline because we're on the evening this evening. It's all good. Today we're talking about time management. Um, We had some hiccups today with our time management, had some uh, recordings that had to be rescheduled. So we're fitting this one in a little late. And in the spirit of time management, keeping the banter short, going straight to you for the quick tip so we can get on with it and, and deliver some goods. All right, before we get there, time management as it relates to personal, time management as it relates to veterinary, where do you want to go with this? Why should people listen for the next 20 minutes? Well, I know for me, I wrote down uh, some of my top tips. Mine are mostly uh, personal life and how that integrates with business. I do have uh, one, I think, veterinary tip at the end. I know for you, we were chatting kind of pre-recording. You have some more specific veterinary things. So I guess it's going to be a bit of both, um, you know. That's perfect. Okay, well, let, take us away with our quick tip and let's get after it. Our quick tip for today matches right in line. For those that are looking at uh, new tools, new technology, uh, different productivity tools, there's a gentleman on YouTube that I follow and the YouTube uh, channel is called Keep Productive. I've been following it for about a year. I think he has about 215,000 followers right now. And his name is Francesco. I really like the reviews because sometimes they're short and then sometimes he goes really in depth. And I think they give a great value. Some of them are paid by whoever he's uh, promoting, but a lot of the time it's not. A lot of the time it's just based on his personal impressions. And I find that a great short hack to understand one of the tools, whether it's a, like I said, a technology app, another tool that I might put into my toolbox within veterinary medicine. He's my go-to guy now. So that's my quick tip for today. Keep productive is the channel. The gentleman's name is Francesco. Nice. So we chat all the time. I don't think you've mentioned this to me before. So just to clarify, this guy does product reviews on kind of all things tech, different products, apps, whatever. That's it. And productivity tools. That's exactly why his title is keep productive. So he'll go through different calendars woven. uh, He'll do like team hacks, uh, Apple, just different places within usually technology front that can lead to you either having a better use of your time be more efficient or what you need to clear out. And he's also keeping up to date with the updates. So I used to use a to-do list app and with the updates that came out, it was really confusing for me on how to do it. 
So I went to him and followed his uh, review and got up to where I needed to be. Nice. That makes sense. Cause you were always talking about new tech, new apps. You like to stay kind of on the front edge of that. So now, now we know where you're finding your info. That's it. Okay. Well, let's dive in, uh, Johnny. Why don't you uh, kick us off here and talk to us about some of your, you know, personal practices around time management, some of your best tips, maybe some things you struggle at. Um, and then whether you want to mix in veterinary clinic tips or, or save those for later, um, let's see, Excellent. let's see what you got. I'll keep this short. So on the personal front, I manage, I think it's right now. I was talking with Candice about this the other day, uh, across all the board, whether it's personal business companies going on about 15 different calendars, it's ridiculous but I only have those calendars within one central location. So I use an app called Fantastical 2, and I also use Google Calendar. And on top of that, I use a connecting app, which I pay for, called Calendar Bridge. And Calendar Bridge is one of those apps that allows you to sync between Outlook, where I hold some major calendars, and Google. Most of the time, you can't do that. They don't play nice in the sandbox. You can go one way or the other. So on the personal front, I now have those connected up so that I see everything coming into the same calendar. I know I'm confident that when I build out, whether it's a new uh, agenda, a new event, et cetera, it's all going to funnel into the right spot and I don't have to second guess myself. Okay. Prior to 2011, not that long ago, I didn't have a calendar. I don't know how I lived at that point. I was a vet in practice and I had my schedule for my nine to five or I was emergency at that time. So my 12, 14 shifts a month and I'd come home and do it again. That world 10 years later is very, very different. And without having the skills around time management, and I'm speaking technology wise, Mike, you have a lot better in terms of blocking and that's a blocking tackling method that I want to talk vet med wise, but for in terms of personal, um, I have to have some tools in place for allowing me to coordinate effectively. Yeah. Well, I mean, in fairness, when we went to university, they would hand you the coil bound uh, like university planner uh, and it was all on paper. So to summarize, you use technology, you have all these calendars, but they're synced and consolidated, aggregated into one spot and that runs your life, right? And I've heard That's you correct. say this when we're trying to schedule stuff, you're like, if it's not on my calendar, it's not happening. So you basically live and breathe your calendar. Unfortunately and fortunately, I like it because that's what allows me to be efficient. That's allows me to get a lot done. And I have a, a separate task uh, list or, or a reminder piece. That's also really important in my life. Um, but yeah, I bounce and forth. I, I go back and forth between right now, I think three companies every day and I love it. And that's not a complaint whatsoever, but if I don't have that organized, I'm going to lot of, I'm going to let a lot of people down very quickly. Okay. So high organization calendar. Yep. Okay. Calendar. Next what? piece. Next. We're, and I'm going to jump on the personal side. And this is one that I want to get better with. I love it within mosaic. We're doing this now 90 day rocks, 90 day rocks is setting up for those big goals and then breaking them down into manageable chunks. So now we're looking at our Q3 starting out July, August, September. I have to have my quarterly goals and I need to present those to our team tomorrow. So this is public forum. Let's look at that together. What are we doing as a group? How does that fit our one-page strategy plan, which we built earlier this year? And how are we going towards our, 
five-year goals, two-year goals, one-year goals, and now quarterly rocks. Huge time management perspective that keeps you on the right path. And by sharing it as a team, we ensure we're all rowing the boat the same way. Yes. That's from, from last week with Trevor. So, so listening to, to what you're saying, um, it's, it sounds like you, you're really trying to get focused in. So for that quarter, you know what you're going after so that you know what should go on your calendar. That's correct. Okay. I'm, I, I know I'm kind of, I'm putting words no, off a little bit, but I'm just trying to clarify. This helps you build some criteria around what should be on your calendar and what should not be on your calendar. Couldn't have spoken it any better. Okay. Excellent. Awesome. So that's a couple pieces on the personal front. So let's jump to you before I go vet clinic specific. So let's talk about you. You, I know have really specifics in here and I love them. Well, yeah, I tried to keep this pretty high level and not go super granular. So the first thing I would lead off with, and uh, maybe this is cliche, but it's a good perspective for me is you simply can't manage time. And so where I'm going with that is, I don't know, this podcast is going to run 20 minutes or whatever it runs. It doesn't matter. In 20 minutes, 20 minutes will have passed. There's absolutely nothing you can do about it. So I've always found like this, the idea of managing time is like a misnomer. It's a little bit misleading. I like to think about, okay, I am managing my focus, my attention, my priorities, and the time is just going to going to fill. It's going to keep moving in one direction um, forever. So that's just a subtle thing that is like more of a shift in thinking, right? It's not a, a paradigm tool. It's a paradigm. Exactly. So I just kind of want to lead with that to, to help people maybe start thinking about time management a little bit differently. So moving in um, to, to me, so breaking that down again, thinking a little bit differently with it. I just think in terms of reactive versus proactive. And I always want to try be on the proactive side. Now we know life is going to come at you and you're going to spend times reacting, but I do whatever I can to be proactive. So for me, I'm a huge, uh, like Sunday system fan. So building off of you, you set quarterly goals as do I, I take those quarterly goals and on a weekly basis, I will fill my calendar. So I usually do that on Sunday because I operate off of like a Monday to Sunday week. It can be whatever you want. If you're a shift worker, you know, if it's Thursday to Wednesday, whatever you want, doesn't matter. So I, I start on Sunday um, and, and fill my week. And then the other big one is on a daily component, the miracle morning. So that's just like scheduling your day, a quick look ahead. So those are two big pillars you'll see showing up in my life. Um, kind of five little quick subcategories or tips around them. Number one, the priorities have to go in first. And I know this is, this is very logical. Everyone knows this, but you, you need to do it right. If you don't get your workout in, in the morning or at lunch hour and the day gets away from you, how motivated are you to do it at 8 PM? Right. It's just not going to happen. And we see that in all areas of our life. So number one, drop the big things in first that are important to you. And I would say there should be one big business item that you drop in every day. And usually that's the one you don't want to do. The kind of like eat that frog, uh, you know, saying. Number two, ignorance is bliss. And mm. 
this one is tricky for me. And Jonathan, you and I have had some great conversations about this. Uh, we've referred to it, you know, as dropping the ball sometimes. But sometimes that's the right move is to drop the ball. And that is a hard one for certain personality traits. And for anybody just listening, I've got my hand up. I'm, I'm assuming 99.9% of our listeners are this, in that. Yeah. So where I'm going with this is this is not ignorance is bliss on your important items. This is just ignorance is bliss on all of the noise. So if you can like stay off social media, not check your email for the first, whatever you're comfortable or borderline uncomfortable with part of your day, I try to stay off till 10 a.m. I'm nowhere near perfect at that. Some days I'm on it, but it's amazing how much life media wants your attention and just ignore all of that focus on your priorities. Can I jump in here? And I actually don't know if this is in your further tips, but something that I think you're amazing at, and I know I've seen in action for you is when you're focusing and you've got your priorities, you actually go the next step and you won't take calls. You won't take emails. You're, you're non-responsive. Yeah. I mean, I do. I go non-responsive. Like, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. Um, you know, and sometimes I get grief where people will be like, I sent you how many messages? And it's like, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. I wasn't, or the worst thing is like, I'll, I'll read it, but I don't action it, which is, this is a mistake on my part. And then it's gone. Right. Cause I'm back on task. Um, but it is, you just, if you want to accomplish things, you have to do that because everyone else has an agenda for you. So I yeah. love that. If you're not running your own agenda, somebody's running it for you. Yeah. Um, the third point, I mean, maybe this, this blends in is just repeating, saying no, um, so important. So I was listening to Tim um, Grover. So Tim Grover is the performance coach of Michael Jordan, um, for, like Kobe, Kobe Bryant, like top, top level athletes. And I was listening to him on a podcast recently, and he gave this, this example that just stuck with me. So I'll, I'm going to run it with you here, Jonathan, and we'll see how it lands. So in my mind, and we're doing this on the fly. Like we haven't practiced this or anything. I, I don't know where you're going with this. I know. I didn't want to tell you because I want to see where you go with it. So in my mind, listening to the podcast, I was picturing one of those balances, you know, like the scales of justice. I can't remember what they're called, but you know what I mean? Like a balanced scale that has plates on it. Let's just for argument's sake, say we take five equal weighted blocks and put them on one side. And then we take four more equal weighted blocks and put them on the other side. If you want to balance that scale, how are you going to do it? Well, I'm totally going to answer wrong. Well, whatever. We're on the fly. I would normally say take the fifth one and put it where the four are, and therefore you have five on each side. Yeah. I mean, it's this, there's no, the, well, I, so where he went with this is take a block off of the, off the overweighted side. And I just say put another block. And this is a common problem. I mean, I do this. I'm assuming almost all veterinarians do this is they put more on. So one side is off balance. Oh, I'm just going to weigh it down with more stuff, more to do's. This guy, remember, he coaches the top of the top of the top. And he said, the answer is to take something off. It's, it's always remove, remove, focus down what's the important tasks and get after it. So that one just stuck with me because as soon as he said that, take the blocks off the heavy side, I was like, shit, sometimes I'm doing that totally wrong. 
That is going to stick in my head for the next week. Thanks a lot, Mike. Well, oh, that's Tim Grover and me just parroting it and taking credit for it. So we'll go hey, with it. Then, What's number five? No, number four. Number four. Number four. I know I've, I got to speed up. Number four, uh, leave room for the magic. You, you know, it, it, we want to be back to back to back with all these meetings. I try to set blocks like three hour blocks. That's and three hours is a lot of time in a work day. It is where it's like, you know, what are they on the 12 week year? They call them breakout blocks. And the whole point is like, get outside, get away from your office, get out, get somewhere. And that you have to give yourself space, you know, to like, just sort of let your brain chew on problems you're having, think them through, you know, and, and, and decompress a little bit. So I, I call it leaving room for the magic. Um, I also, this is a tangent when conferences open back up and I know they have in the States. I saw Orlando was just a few weeks ago. This is a huge mistake. I see people make is they load their conference schedule. They see every lecture and every, everyone they can possibly cram in there. And it's like, no, the, the real benefits of a conference come in those open blocks where you run into that person in the hallway and you end up having a beer and chatting with them for two hours or whatever it is. So leave room for the magic. Love it. Uh, and then the last, last point on here is get intentional. Um, so again, this is tying off the, the, with the breakout session is when you schedule a rest or you schedule a vacation and you put that in there intentionally, be okay with that. You know, like remove the guilt. I struggle with this one, but you know, if Sunday is blocked as family day, we're going to the spray park and we're enjoying the sunshine, then do that. Right. Cause if you're physically there doing that, but you're mentally thinking about the books you didn't do back at the, at the vet clinic, you're not doing any favors to anyone. You're, you're in each place. So just get intentional and, and be in your spot. Um, oh, sorry. I lied. I have one more. Oh, an extra. This, this, this kind of wraps it up on all of the stuff is taking time to reflect. And so this comes back into that Sunday system. So not just scheduling the upcoming week, looking back on the previous week. And then this is a quote from Gary Keller, the author of the one thing. It is one of the best books um, that I've ever read. And so Gary Keller says, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary. And so what that means for me is when something hits my desk, that is more administrative, you know, it's, it doesn't really move the needle. It's just one of those tasks that sucks. I do the task. Then I stop and say, how can I never do this task again? Like what process do I have to put in place? Is this an automatic bill payment? Does this get delegated to someone? And I know, I think Jonathan, you're going to touch on some of this when we get into the vet stuff, but try to replace and remove at least one thing a week, you know, from your schedule. So that's what I got on personal life. That's such a great list, Mike. And I was taking notes as we go here because block and tackle, being intentional, prioritizing, delegating, reflecting uh, the one thing, who, not how, in terms of that real strategy, not to have a double up. These are all applicable to vet clinics. If we're looking at inventory specifics, I have clinics now we're still working with and people are doing inventory on a daily basis. Uh-uh, block and tackle that. 
Ensure that you can focus specific times in the week, whether that's putting orders through, coming back up with reprocessing and and um, and putting your your accounts in order. You don't need to do that on a daily basis, and that actually would be less efficient than if you actually block and tackled. I look at receipts, accounting the background info. I went on a little bit of a rant before. We're just getting our stuff set up right now. And I cannot imagine, and I've seen this unfortunately in a number of clinics where the veterinarian and the owner is doing it all. My strongest recommendation from a time management standpoint is please stop doing that. There is such amazing tools out there and people that are way, way better than us at managing the behind the scenes. As an example, we're getting all of our QuickBooks and our behind-the-scenes accounting set up, and there is no reason that I should be doing anything with our receipts because I now have a team that knows how to move them from the receipt itself over into the automated fashion that goes into the bookkeeper, that goes into the account, and it all follows track. And I also have reporting on once-a-month fashion to ensure that I can track anything I need down to the granular level if and when I need to do that. Payroll all the remittances, taxes, all that can be now automated in 2021 with the proper checks and balances. And I'm still seeing a number of veterinarians that are doing that on their own. And you were mentioning in pre-recording, you're on like payroll number three or something. Yeah. And we're just going through it for the first time where I was in there today for the first time. And that's, that is such a kudos to my team that are doing the behind the scenes Secondly, that we have our systems in order and I still approved the first three, but I knew what I was approving was being looked after. That's amazing. And we're already a month in, a yeah. month and a half now. But think about how much time you freed up, right? By putting that team in place and then handing it off. Sure, you still get to oversee it, right? Like yep. make sure- I have my checks and balances. And when I think about it from a veterinarian's perspective, how often we say, I'll just do it myself. Ah, it's less expensive, less of a headache. I'm just going to take, take, take care of it myself. We have to change our thinking if and when we want to get ahead. And one of those major pieces in the one thing, Gary Keller, delegate. What can I delegate away so that I can do the things that I'm magical with that you described earlier? Leave time for the magic. If I'm paying attention to a utility bill as a veterinary owner, and I know this is going to hurt some people, I'm not working with the magic. I'm not playing in the gravy that I love. That's not bringing happiness. And I do feel there is some pieces in there. If you go and read the E-Myth or the E-Myth Revisited, which was a veterinary version, fantastic book that talks about this all around intentionality, blocking, prioritizing, delegating, all these pieces you put in there, Mike. Yeah. And I, I heard a, a really good real estate speaker once talk about um, you know, 24 hours in a day. And I'm sure we've all heard that there's only 24 hours in a day, which is you know, technically true, but they talked about, well, no, that's not true because you have a bookkeeper and an accounting team running payroll while you're doing something else, while someone else is doing something else. So within that umbrella of that company, there's, there's 24 times many people hours in the day if you utilize it. But if you bring it all and hold it tight to the chest, then yeah, you've only got 24 hours and anything you drop in that 24 hours, something's bumping out the back end in the veterinary world, that's probably your self-care or your sleep or you're going for a walk with your significant other because that's the stuff that gets chopped off, it seems like. I'm, I'm giggling behind the scenes. We were trying to teach our five and four-year-old the, 
opportunity cost tonight <laughs> at dinner. And this was the exact conversation is, well, if you do that, what do you have to give up? And my five and four year old were looking at me like I'm crazy. They don't understand. But this, again, that foundation at, uh, yeah, at a little bit older age, we're still trying to figure that out. Yeah, so fun. fantastic. We're hey, past our 20 minutes. You have any other quick vet tips or, or we're good there? I, I've got lots more, but again, our time is up here. I think this is for further conversation. This is a really important part of the veterinary world right now. Um, and this is one of the parts that I'm so excited about. Again, the difference. Uh, yeah, there's so many we can go. In. I'm not going to okay. go down another wormhole. I'm doing one more because I'm leading this podcast and Love I wrote it. it down. And uh, cause I have to give a shout out to my old man. So this one comes from my dad. Um, and he always used to hound on me and it pissed me off a lot, but it turns out as most things with parents, they were right. And he always would say to me later takes longer, right? And I'd always procrastinate and put things off. And so for me in my veterinary career, and I sucked at this for full disclosure. So this is one of those do as I say, not as I did, um, get your files done while it's happening or uh, all immediately after. So if you can do that file in like two minutes or less, get it done. Cause you know what it's like when you come back to your desk. And I mean, in paper, paper file world, you have a stack and that was me, uh, in the electronic world, you know, you got all those open files sitting there and it just kills you. It takes so much more energy to reopen them, revisit it, have to get back up to speed. Um, so later takes longer. That's a shout out for the old man. If he listens, listens to these episodes, the old man's at it. Well, look at that. If I'm listening correctly in this last tip that you gave, which was right to the T, that's the first time we mentioned procrastination in this whole episode. I guess. I guess it is. That's pretty cool because procrastination, I think, is often a really big hindrance to people moving forward, but there's so much more to it. Yeah. Okay. This is a whole other episode. because oh, We have to go there. Yeah. yeah. I feel like procrastination is a clue, but- but we can't even start there because I'll take us past an hour, I would say. Hang on, everybody. Mike's going to be leading another podcast <laughs> okay. titled Procrastination. Okay. Well, We're making this up on there. the go. Hope everyone has a great week. Excellent. Thank you for listening to the Veterinary Project Podcast. As a recap, on behalf of our hosts, the Veterinary Project Podcast will be releasing new episodes weekly. So be sure to tune in as we bring you more conversations aimed at helping you enjoy a life well lived. If you enjoyed what you heard on the show and you want to stay in the know, please like, love, and or subscribe to the podcast on the listening platform of your choosing, as we're available on all the usual suspects. If you know of others that may benefit from these conversations, we'd love it if you please share the show with them, as this will help us grow our community to reach more and more veterinary professionals. Speaking of which, if you are a veterinary professional and would like to get connected with more like-minded individuals who are joining us on this journey, please send an email to the Veterinary Project Podcast at gmail.com, and we'll invite you to be a part of our private Facebook group general feedback, requests for information, or perhaps requests to be a guest on the show can also be sent to the Veterinary Project Podcast at gmail.com. Dr. Michael Bug and Dr. Jonathan Light, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll catch you again next week for another episode of the Veterinary Project Podcast. Bye for now. Bye for now.